What's going on, visionaries? Welcome to the newest episode of season two. We're coming to you live from Notion, Tulsa, with my friends Greg and Christoph. What's up, y'all? Good to be here. Yeah, man. Uh, Good to have you. Greg is plugging Notion. We got the. Hey. So if you had a question of the brand, uh, yeah, if you had a question of who today's episode sponsor was, uh, there's no space for doubt. Notion, Tulsa. Hey, y'all. Thanks for coming on the pod. Yeah, dude. Thanks for the invite. (laughs) How we feeling? Great, dude. Feeling great. Um, So kind of, I wanted to tell visionaries how we know each other. Yeah. I feel like we met through maybe Steven. Yeah. So That's how I know you. Yeah. 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 So uh, back in 2020, we were having like a, what they call it, in the, in the round? Mm-hmm. I don't even, what was it? Yeah. Before we really even opened, we were doing like worship nights down here. Yeah. So I came um, and met the, I tried to make a connection with the worship leader at the time. And then uh, he got me plugged in with singing at in the round and then met y'all through there. Yeah. So. We've been friends for three years now. Three years. Just had our three-year anniversary this weekend. Yeah? Yeah. How how long has uh, Notion been open? Yeah, three years. It was technically March of 2020, and we were like one of those pandemic businesses. So we opened literally like our like soft launch opening was March 13th. Then we were closed down March 16th. And so then we, you know, had to be shut down for the pandemic, reopened in August of that year. So technically... Right at three years. Yeah, we're going to unpack a little bit how, because y'all's business, you opened it, COVID happened, and it still did well. Yeah. So, so well, we'll talk about how you balance that. But yeah. um, long story short, first question of the pod, got someone asked y'all what you do. How do you explain that concisely? What do we do? That's my, <laughs> that's the question I uh, like the least, simply because we do so many things. Yeah. So it's like when I'm on a plane ride and someone's like, so what do you do? I'm like, oh, which... What, what conversation do I want to have? <laughs> but really, like, in a nutshell, we've done tons of things. We're This week, we celebrate our 20-year uh, marriage anniversary. Yo, so that's yes. this week. So we really have had such a crazy story mm-hmm. over the past 20 years that have been in and out of nonprofit world, uh, consulting, business, design. Krista's a great designer, creative Thanks. director. So yeah. we've done a lot of different things. You know, we lived overseas for a while. We've ran internship programs, study abroad programs. Mm-hmm. But, like, if there was a connecting thread through all of it, it really is that at a very early age, we were able to do the things that were in our heart. Yeah. And we know that the world is so full of people that tell you why you can't do something, yeah. why you shouldn't do something. And it was our experience pretty early on that we were able to do the dreams that were inside our heart. Oh. And we really felt like that's what we want to do with life. We mm-hmm. want to turn back around and tell people why they, you know, go for the crazy thing. Yeah, so it's yeah. like why we're such fans of people like you who, like, you, tons of people have ideas. Mm. Tons yeah, of people yeah. have thoughts or, oh, wouldn't it be cool? Very few people act on them. And yeah. so really, even with Notion. Bro, we've been, on, we've been live for 30 seconds. <laughs> I'm sorry to interrupt. No. The, the, even the reason we called it Notion is yeah. the thought that everything that exists starts with an idea. Mm. And we wanted to create a place for the dreamers, the innovators, and we've just so kind of committed with our life that we want to be a voice in the world that tells you to do the thing that's in your heart. Love that. Mm-hmm. So, Krista, can you give me your version of that? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I, I feel that. I was so lucky because at age 14, I, my parents allowed me to go on an overseas trip for the mm-hmm. summer. And I went to sure. Thailand for a month. And I just remember, like, walking those streets and having this 
I don't know, reality check about yeah. like, wow, the world is a big place. Like it's bigger than my, my little, New England. My little circle. Yeah, yeah, my New England, Massachusetts life. You're from up there? I'm from up I there. Yes. And I, I just remember like, I didn't even know like how long it would take me to get to the other side of the world. Like mm-hmm. that's how like unaware I was of, yeah. I don't know, the human life. experience yeah. and life. And so I, I remember getting on the plane and just being like, why is this taking 36 hours to get there? Yeah, like this is, not, the world is not that big. The world yeah. is not that big. And then I, I get off the plane and I, I didn't know they drove on the other side of the road. I didn't know that they really spoke another language. I, mm-hmm. I was just kind of having culture shock after culture shock. And I don't know, that entire experience just changed the trajectory of my life. Sure. So... Um, yeah. So now y'all are, uh, so kind of how you said, a lot of people know you of what you're doing now. Uh, Notion's like maybe the biggest landmark, oh, bigger, one of the bigger landmarks here in Tulsa. Mm-hmm. But like you said, there's 20 years of marriage. There's uh, a lot of life that was lived before then. So we'll take the timeline back a little bit, what you were doing before the coffee shop, um, and kind of lead us through the path of how you got here. So yeah. I don't know where you guys want to start. I know you, you did missions for a little bit, kind of like mm-hmm. Chris was saying, kind of had a heart for traveling and stuff like that. So yeah. you want to lead us through that? Yeah, well, when we when we got married, we both quit our, like, full-time jobs, which is, like, never advisable. Well, I think um, everyone who's come on the pod has done that. <laughs> really? <laughs> it's, quit that's good. it's one of those things where it's like, if you, if you want a different life than everyone else, you've got to be willing to do different things than everyone else. And so uh, very early on, I mean, literally, we got married – went on our honeymoon, came back, and we started a nonprofit called Go International. And the whole thought was behind it, as she said, she'd gone on a trip, uh, many trips by the time we got married. Um, But she'd spent time living in China, living in Thailand, living in Prague. Uh, Myself, I'd been to Venezuela, India, Russia, Mexico. And so when we got married, I was like, hey, like, this is what we want to do with our life is be part of, you know, helping people around the world, but also giving other people the same opportunity to kind of have the experiences that yeah. we had. So yeah. the kind of our first thing that we started uh, was a nonprofit organization. We would take teams of people all over the world. Um, and it really, like, would just dep- what we did in that country depended on, like, who we were working with. So everything yeah. from art campaigns to water projects, medical trips. And out of that, uh, we launched an internship program. Yeah. And that was all about kind of what I was saying a second ago, like being a... a not only a voice, but in that setting, like, hey, we want to train people. How do you actually do the dreams in your heart? Because yeah. there's a lot of people with dreams, and there's very few practical, like... Doers. Pra- yeah, and yeah. a place to learn. Like, yeah. how do you actually learn? There's a lot of people that go to school. Um, they might go through, you know, ministry training. There's a lot of, you know, a lot of great things like that. But um, the point is a lot of people have vision. But then it's like, okay, well, now what? What do you do beyond the vision? How do you actually take those that's first so steps? So that's really what a lot of our background was, is we developed um, an internship program where it was learning by doing. We'd always mm-hmm. say, like, the best way to learn how to do big Just things do it. is mm-hmm. do big things. Yeah. And so that's we so did good. that for nine years here in Tulsa. And that used to be what most people knew Greg and Krista about was yeah, that go, world. The go internet, yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. So you, you guys have been here more longer than 2020. Uh, oh yeah so we were here we were here we ran our organization from here 20 what was it 2000 i moved here in 2000 yeah yeah and we got married 2003 we launched our organization 2004 so we were here So you've been doing it 2004 to 2012 uh is when we ran all of that and then we moved to south america moved to ecuador sold everything and and that was like you know 
almost a decade going in a certain direction, yeah. and we really felt in our heart to stop what we were doing. Yeah. And uh, began to have vision for moving overseas okay. and starting a South American headquarters. Yeah. Y'all have a uh, y'all have kids. You, you took them with you at that so time? At the, <laughs> Zion, who you know, Zion was uh, two at the time. Oh, he's so baby. Lucy hadn't been born yet. It was just the two of us and Zion. We sold everything, reduced life down to two suitcases each, and jumped on a plane and moved to Quito, Ecuador. Some faith, bro. That's hey, a man. big jump. Because uh, yeah. uh, the Tulsa that I came into, y'all were already like, this was already a thing. So I can't imagine it. Yeah. Pre notion. Yes. <laughs> So that's that's kind of what we did, and then we moved to Ecuador. We started a study abroad program, took our same kind of internship thing that we were doing here, but took it over there. Mm-hmm. People from all over the U.S. and different countries would move down to Ecuador and yeah. go through our program for three to six months at a time. Yeah. And we did that until really 2017, and that's when we moved back here and started having vision for Notion. For this. Uh, so what was y'all's roles in the in that internship thing? Because y'all I mean, obviously did it together, right? So... So we were the directors, and Greg would do a lot of the education and teaching, and I would do more of the, I don't know, just kind of how we work. You can explain it better. The creative, the yeah. I think I've design. Seen it. Like with Notion, you do a lot of the product branding and the, the yeah. aesthetic, mm-hmm. cool parts, then you got yes. the business. We, we always say. And it's funny because we both, it's like yeah. we both have a strength in each of those areas, but like she's super smart when it comes to business. Like, I actually have more to do with the aesthetic than most people would realize, yeah. yes. too. It's like, yes. we're just a good team that complements each other. But we both have a strong lead in both of those directions. Cool yeah, idea. I would be like a helium balloon floating off if there wasn't Greg with yeah. a string tying me to the earth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, he's got, he's got me. But yeah. together, together, you're making great things. Yes. Yeah. So, totally. um, so what inspired... Cause after a big move like that to where you minimize your life to just a suitcase and go to Ecuador, mm-hmm. you raise your kid uh, there for a couple of years, what inspired you to come back this way? Yeah, so, you know, Lucy, our daughter, was born down there, so she's mm-hmm. actually dual citizen. Um, she's we, Ecuadorian. Yeah, she's yes. Ecuadorian, yeah. And, uh, Wait, do you guys get citizenship because of that? We were residents, yes. so we had our residency down there, not citizenship, but then she, you know, she was born there, so she's, she's dual citizen. Um but all of that to say, like, we really, we love Ecuador. I mean, like, if we had just a vote, we'd probably still just be living. I mean, it's amazing. Yeah. Great people, beautiful. I mean, our house, we'd get up in the morning and look out and see, like, over this valley, we'd see three, you know, snow-capped volcanoes. Just beautiful. Just beautiful. So, yeah. We, yeah. so we love it there. But we really just felt in our heart that it was time. It was time. Yeah. yeah. And really, that's how we make decisions. In life. Yeah. Like, yeah. very... Very rarely, if ever, we ju- we're just not people that look at the circumstances and make decisions based on, like, what we're seeing with our eyes. We yeah. very much lead out of our heart. And so it's like if we feel like, hey, move to South America or move back, we just trust that. And, I mean, even, the, even this space, like, the first time we knew, we, knew what we, we knew the essence of what we were wanting to create. Yeah. Uh, we knew that we wanted to be downtown. We knew that we wanted to create a place uh, that would serve as an inspirational place if they're, if for people that are writing books or launching things or whatever. Like, we wanted to create a space. You know, artists, even this room that we're in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love how many people have done album releases yeah. or their first comedy show or whatever. Like, it really is that thought of, like, that first step. Yeah. And we wanted to create that downtown. Yeah. Uh, and we knew that before we knew the building. Yeah. It's like yeah. we... I, I had a... a 
mentor years ago, and I've passed this you know, wisdom on throughout the years because I think it's just true. But he said this. He said, be so committed to the what that you figure out the how. He said, most people, so they say, well, I'll do it if or if this or that happens. But we've just found, and that's just how we live our life, is say, okay, yeah. this is what we're going to do. Now that we know the what, yeah. we'll figure out the how. Sure. Mm-hmm. And so that's really even just how Notion came about. We yeah. just knew downtown. Um, and it didn't even matter what money we had in the bank. None of that stuff matters. Yeah. You will always, and I'd say this to anybody who's you know, listening, you'll always have vision that exceeds where you are. And so if you're waiting for what you have in your hand to match what your vision is, either, really, that's not vision at that point. Yeah. That's yeah. just called spending money. You know, <laughs> Like you will always, as a leader, you should have vision that exceeds your resources. Yeah. Or, uh, so we're, I was talking to Greg uh, before we came on on live, and I was telling him that, like, with the podcast, uh, I had enough for this, but I didn't have enough to, like, rent a steady, like, studio space. Yeah. But because I just, I was like, well, I'm sold out to what I'm doing, I just started doing it um, and started kind of mobile setting up with Nate anywhere we went. Yeah. And it actually turned, like, that ended up being one of our quirks where people have gotten, we've gotten good feedback where people like that. Not every episode has the same background. I was like, where the heck are these dudes? You know? I love totally. I love it. I always say that whatever you think is your like weakest point yeah. is actually your strength if you utilize it. Yeah, like it's yeah. the thing that like the thing that you don't have enough money for is the thing that you're missing yeah. about what you actually need to do. Yeah. And that is that that space between there is really where creativity exists. Yeah. yeah and it like- gives you your unique like, like selling point. Yeah. yeah. The yeah. limitations. It's the one way to say it is like you take what's your liability and turn it into your asset. Yes. Or you take another way, other language would be take like the bug yeah. and make it a feature. Yeah. So for instance, like we're literally sitting somewhere right now where like, and I'd say anybody who's local and comes down to Notion, just pay attention next time you're down here to the pillars that we have everywhere. Yeah. Because if you start looking... There is a pillar in every 16, every direction, every 16 feet, there's a big concrete column. Yeah, yeah. That, and because we're in a, it's underground, so it's support. Yeah. So one of the first things we had to navigate when we walked in and saw the space, because it was completely empty, yeah. was like, can we make something cool here? Like, how do we, because it looked like a, like a old parking, parking garage, garage yeah. you know? So it's like, what can we do? So if you start looking, like, you can see on the wall back here, I know people are watching can't see, yeah. but like, there's... We tucked them behind walls, you know. Uh, right now, people like people always talk about our round light that's here and our in the round venue. Yeah. Only reason it's in the round. I mean, I love in the round in yeah. general, but the main reason that we're doing it is because there's giant columns that surround us and they block your view. So the only way you get an auditorium where your view isn't blocked yeah. is you go in the round. Yeah. And then we didn't want it to feel like a because the room is square. Yeah. So instead of feeling it's square, like a practical thing. we said, let's make a round yeah. light. And, and it's that so way iconic. We Everyone make it. loves yeah. this, this circle thing. And that's a perfect example of like what seems like, oh, whoa, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. But it's really just solving a problem for the fact that we're in a room that has so pillars. much pillars. And you just paint it all black. You can't really notice. If yeah, you, totally. Uh, so for y'all, those of y'all who aren't in Tulsa, like the notion is not like a normal, like it has their normal coffee shop. Like literally outside these doors, it's like, Normal coffee shop, super aesthetic, but they have this auditorium space that's also super known for that uh, they have, like, all kind like, artists do shows here. They've had little uh, markets with, like, uh, local vendors. We've uh, we had that band uh, that I was part of that we did that worship night here. Yeah. Just 
all kinds of stuff, but that notion is like a also slash venue yes. and coffee spot. That was part of the design originally, right? <clears throat> yeah, and one thing that I would say, and I'd, I'd specifically say this to any creators that are listening or any creatives, uh, don't feel like you have to be put in a box. Mm-hmm. People mm-hmm. like to put you in a box. People like to, you know, they like to know what you're about and label you. And as creatives, oftentimes you don't, you might fit in like 10 boxes. So yes. it's like when, when you, I said, the, I hate being asked, what do I do? Yeah. It's like, it's like, what conversation do I want to have? Do I just want to say, oh, I have a coffee shop or I'm a consultant or, you know, I'm a minister. I, I, there's all kinds of things that we do. Yeah. And I'd say that what's been true for us is not only in our own personal lives, but even as our organization. Mm-hmm. People ask, well, like, what is this? And it's kind of like, well, it's slash, slash, slash. Mm-hmm. Like here, are we a coffee shop? Yes. Mm-hmm. Are we a gallery? Yes. yes. Are we an event center? All of the yes. yes. And so, like, I would just, and sometimes I find that creatives feel a little bit of a, a tension or a pull or like, man, like, what, fit this niche what am this I? Thing, I've got to yeah. choose. And I'm, I just would say, you don't have to choose. Just be you. Yeah. Like, don't give in to the fact that you have to just, you know, play one game. You might sure. be great at a lot of games. Sure. So, I, I, I also dance with that tension, too, because, like, uh, before I started this podcast in November. Mm-hmm. Before that, I was just the worship bro. I was just sing and I yeah. play guitar and kind of did church and that was that was it. And yeah. this was like a new lane that I just kind of felt God pulling me in and had a natural gift for it. So now if someone asks me like what I do, it's like, well, I'm working at the hospital, but I have a podcast, but I also lead worship at church on Sunday. And it's just kind of like, yeah, I can do all these things. Yeah, you know? I always say that I'm the 64 color crayon box. Yeah. Like <laughs> I want a color in every color that exists. Yeah. And I, I meet so many people and they're like, well, I just, I don't get you when mm-hmm. they meet me. Yeah. Well, it's not necessarily to be gotten. It, like it, yeah. yeah, yeah, but we have to follow those nudges. We have to recognize that, like, if you're being led to do something or you feel that strong surge inside of you, like, this is important. Sure. Like, I have to do this. Sure. You have to follow it. You have to start it. Yeah. Because there's this interweaving of these talents that you're developing, especially in your 20s and 30s, mm-hmm. that when you hit this point, perfect moment in culture you'll have been fully prepared to be who you are to walk in your season you know what I'm saying so but I think a lot of people are scared especially social media has made us think like oh I've got to fit this thing like I'm a plant person or I'm a podcaster but no like we are we are so much we're the facets in a diamond (laughs) did you know what I mean we're so many different parts of us that make up who we are we can't limit ourselves that's so good yeah Yeah. Um, I might I kind of want to pivot the the conversation a little bit so Chris on on your social media I kind of see that you also talk about like self-care Okay. Um, and stuff like that because um, I would say like after running a business like this and I, it's a lot it's a lot of pressure it's a lot of time mm-hmm. but w- what are some of the rhythms that y'all adopt um, to like take care of your mental your spiritual your everything because it's like if I'm not good then everything I'm building can't be good too so yeah. I feel like you guys balance that well you're still present with your kids still present with each other um, I know Crystal's real big on it Greg, you're, you're big on yeah. that, so yeah. I want to speak into it a little bit. Go I for feel, it. I feel like if you don't have rest in your life, mm-hmm. if you're creating every single day, then you are living your life like you're a machine, yeah. and you're missing a huge part of the human experience. So yeah. for us, a huge um, thing that, that we incorporate into our week is rest. Yeah. So. Every week there needs to be a day where we're not sitting around brainstorming, you know, because if you hang out with Greg and I, it's like, 
We'll, we'll, we laugh at ourselves. It's, we'll be, it's the dreamer thing. It's like, the, you just yes. can't turn it off. You can't, yes. thank goodness. Like, but it, it flows out of you into everything. We'll be walking to dinner and we'll have an idea for a, a new business that we want to start that we have no intention of starting, but it's fun to like to kind of brainstorm, it, like, yeah, spar yeah, yeah. it. Yeah. Keep the, keep the creative juices going, yes. you know? Yeah, yeah. But you have to have actually self-discipline to shut that off. Dang. And, um, That's you hard. know, for me, it's like, no, don't go on Pinterest. No, don't brainstorm that. Don't let it be thinking. Don't be thinking about that thing that you want to do in the back of your brain. Shut yeah. it down. Remember that humanity existed before you ever got on here, that you will die with things on your to-do list, that you there will you still die if you're a dreamer with dreams in your heart that perhaps yeah. maybe like your children will carry out. I don't know, yeah, yeah, your yeah. grandchildren. It doesn't matter. It's just that's the nature of the human experience and you have to take a moment every week to stop. Like, and when you do, yeah. you get back there on Monday morning and yeah. you're like, the ideas are, you're just. Because you're rested, you know. Because you're rested. Yeah. And Greg, I've seen you like also, uh, because you're so busy, you've also helped delegate. Like some of your scheduling is mm -hmm. like you outsource it, you know, yeah. because it's not like that's not something that you want to spend energy on, you know? Yeah. I would say, like, there's a couple things that I'd piggyback on what Chris is talking about, which is, um, first and foremost, I'm a, I'm a big believer, both of us are, of you, part of the creative, like, um, process is, and especially, like, if you look, even if you're looking, biblically speaking, like, if you look at Genesis, which kind of lays out an arc of creativity, one of the things is it talks about, like, you first create the space, mm -hmm. then you fill it. So if you, whether you're a person you're listening and you're like, hey, you believe, you know, you align with a biblical worldview or you just look at it as a, you know, a poetic text or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Talking about like this creative arc where you first create the space and then you fill it. So you see that like in the, in the Genesis story that the land is created, skies yeah. are created, oceans are created. Then it's filled with birds, animals, animals. Uh, you know, sea creatures, yeah, yeah. et cetera. So we're very big in our own life is you figure out, like, it goes back to the, the what. Mm -hmm. Figure out the what, and then you get to the how. So we're big in saying, okay, we are going to, we're just going to say we have downtime on the weekends. Mm -hmm. We're going to say that X amount of nights a week, we're together as a family. You just yeah. create these the pockets. And, yeah. the, and, the, the and even, and I would say, like, early on when we first got married, and especially the more that you develop yourself, and probably a lot of creatives can... Uh, relate to this. The more that you develop yourself, the more valuable valuable you become to everybody else around you. That's good. That's great, but also that puts more of a demand on your time. Mm -hmm. And so we found that like we would just be hit up all the time. Hey, can you meet about this? Hey, can you do that? What about next Thursday? Are you free? Are you free? Are you free? And all of a sudden, you're living not your life. You're living your life. Or other people are dictating your schedule. Want from you, you know? yeah. And so. We found that when we were living like that and we just look and let our calendar be like, oh, yeah, we're free. We can meet. And we started letting whether we were free or not determine what our yeses were. Yeah. So it, within like our first year of marriage, we started saying, that ain't going to work. So we started putting us in the calendar. Hey, mm -hmm. date night. We'd put those yeah. big things in first. And I then when people said, hey, can, can you meet on Friday? We'd say, oh, sorry, we got something going on. Yeah. Uh, what we have going on is we're going on a date that night. Put you a know? screenshot of y'all's Google Calendar so. every second. <laughs> yeah, every it's, it's, it's pretty, uh, pretty intense, but yeah. it also just creates order for us. And so that's a big part of the, the self-care aspect mm -hmm. is really making good. sure that you're putting what you need in there. Like, I'm a person, I need to have fun. I need to have a level of spontaneity. Uh, so sure. we just put those things on the front end. And then the other thing that I would say is uh, I always say that you answer the questions that you ask. Yeah. So whatever questions you ask yourself, 
It's the answers you'll come up with. So if you're like, man, how do I make X amount of money? You'll figure that out. Sure. But if you get specific and say, okay, like, how do I make X amount of money and have a healthy marriage and spend time with my kids? You yeah. just got to get specific about your questions and you'll find That's the right. answers to those questions. Mm. That's really good. I, I have like a, maybe a transparent and selfish question that I just want to ask for me because yeah. I look up to y'all. But uh, I think there was a, like, maybe like a couple weeks ago, I woke up and I was like in a weird mood. Like, yeah. uh, I just got to the place because I, I felt tired. And I was like, okay, my fit, I, I was waking up for the gym. It was like four in the morning. I was like, I don't feel as fit as I want to be. I don't have all the money I need. Like, mm -hmm. I don't have, like, I'll, I just felt like one day, like, I'm grinding so hard and it's not where I want it yet. And yeah. it, it was it was very frustrating for me. But um, I know in, in being a creative and for longevity, you can't be in that space all the time. It's more like, I don't know if y'all can, can speak into maybe the perspective that y'all have. Because, like, sometimes some days are harder than other ones. So, I, yeah. I would give the metaphor of a seed. So when you decide to do something new in your life, you're kind of planting yourself underground, yeah. covering it over with dirt. And the first place that that seed grows, it's not necessarily up, it's, it's growing down. roots. And that's not spectacular, it's not glamorous, it's not anything that anyone can see. And so it's quite discouraging in those moments because yes. you, you're yeah. doing it for this internal knowing that you have that this is going to take you somewhere that you want to go. Yeah. It's the vision that you see mm -hmm. is making the choices for the moment that nobody's like being like, that's so awesome that you're doing that, yeah. you know, before that's anybody good. can see the, the amazing muscles, like mm -hmm. there's months of work that's gone into that mm -hmm. process. That's and, good. and a lot of times people quit. They quit when there's not applause. They quit when nobody is saying like, oh, we can't wait for you to do this, mm -hmm. you know, because it's discouraging. Yeah. But the depth of the roots is what will create the strength of that tree. Yeah. And so you're going to grow this trunk and you're going to grow these branches. And you see that in yourself, mm -hmm. like even these multi-diverse parts of you coming mm -hmm. out of the character yeah. of who you have allowed yourself to be. Yeah, yeah. That is so formative yeah. for that For that the the broadness That's of really where good. you're going to go and uh, i know yeah. you have a lot to add to that because yeah. he really he doesn't just um say it he lives i watch him you know yeah. every yeah. day he's a great dad he always prioritizes us over his schedule mm -hmm. he makes i don't know how he does it but he slices himself up and we all feel like the most important person in the room and yeah. yet he has so much going he takes on care of his yeah too, he takes yeah. care of his people too yeah, yeah. i love that yeah, I think it comes down to, I, I said you have to know your what, but before you know your what, you really need to know your why. Yeah. If you know your why, you'll push through anything, yeah. Yeah. and you'll find out what your actual motive is. Yeah. Like, if you're just doing it because you want clicks or whatever, mm -hmm. that stuff fades pretty quickly, yeah. so you have to know really a, a reason behind it. Like, why do you get up? When you're, because when you're, at a certain point, it is illogical. Yeah. It didn't make sense on the outside. I can't tell you how many times that there were, it was 2 a.m. and I was yeah. in this room in the winter, me and a buddy, and we were painting these ceilings. Nobody was like, oh, like Notion didn't, it didn't, didn't exist yet. It yeah. existed here. Yeah. But it was, we weren't getting accolades outside. Yeah. You're still okay. dealing with like, are people going to come down here? It's this basement. Like, hopefully we can pull this off and it looks yeah. good. We'd just done it enough to know that you just trust the process. Yeah. And you, you have to have something deeper than, Oh, I want to make something cool. Yeah. You know, like our why was not like, oh, we want people like to think had we a made something. burden for what you were creating. Cool. Yeah. 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 Uh, You've got to know your reach. why. Yeah. And you'll push. And, and one thing that I would tag on to that is 
And it's kind of countercultural right now because it sounds even even like we're like I, I believe in the concept of uh, self care, yeah. but I also think that there's that there's always a ditch that you can get into one side or the other. Yeah. And if you elevate your feelings mm. and give them too much prominence, it does not lead you anywhere good. And it, it's not it doesn't sound popular. It sounds like you're just like well like well how do you yeah. feel? Well yeah. care about how you feel. Yeah. Caring about just how you feel will not lead you to your destiny. Mm. That's good. Because there are plenty of days that everyone who actually accomplishes anything has to rise above their feelings. Mm. They have to say, I'm tired. I don't feel like doing this. I'm burnt out. And there's part of it where you do have to, like, the balance of it is what we were saying a second ago. Have your days off, all of that. But day in and day out, I never wake up and ask myself, how do I feel about this? I know the why and I know the what. And regardless of whether my feelings are aligned or not, that's, that's what I'm doing. That's really day. good. Mm-hmm. Um, Chris, I don't know that, that you would remember this conversation, but there was like back in 2021 in the fall, I was kind of going through like a hard time. I was like genuinely considering like giving up music. Mm, I remember. Um, and I, I was sitting right outside here and I was just kind of just reading. Um, and uh, she came up to me and she was like, hey, this might sound weird. May sound weird because I'm, 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 I'm the I'm start a, of every conversation. Yeah, just, I, <laughs> he laughs at me yeah, all the time. Like, May sound weird because I, I mean, I'm obviously I'm a dude. She's like, I feel like you're pregnant with something that's um, not been done before. Mm. She's like, so the burden of what you're feeling right now is kind of like you know when a, a mom's about to have a kid and like her back hurts and it's she's tired and she's been doing it, but because she's gonna give birth to something new. Um, that was 2021. Wow. And soon after that. Um, I got hired at a church to do music, and then uh, got this podcast. And it was like I, I didn't know I didn't know that at that time. Mm-hmm. At that point, like the night before, I just freaking threw my acoustic at the at the wall, and I was mm-hmm. just like upset about a lot of things. And um, I think uh, God God definitely used you at that time to speak to me because I it gave purpose to the pain that I was feeling mm-hmm. at that time. And now I, I think back to that moment, and it's like every time that God elevates me, or any time that God does something it always feels like it's preceded by some kind of burden yeah. or some kind of like weight you know so like even physically like you were two in the morning painting this thing bro mm-hmm. like you could have been sleeping yeah. or you could like and obviously obviously i'm like I'm, I'm gonna go to sleep and get my bedtime but <laughs> and i feel like anything that's worth having hurts a little bit yeah yeah um i, I don't know if I don't know where I was going with that, but that spoke life into me. Mm-hmm. So thank you. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. There's a, you know, another thing I'd say to creatives or anybody who has like a, a, a dream or an idea, something you want to get started. Um, I always think of it like a, an analogy that I think of is like if you're in a swimming pool, you ever try to run when you're in the water? Oh, that's hard. <laughs> and it's like, you can, if you're just chilling in the pool, you don't feel resistance. Yeah. You're yeah. just chilling. It's just like, oh, it's so relaxing. But you try to run, you feel resistance. Yeah. And a lot of times I think people... Um, I think it's the same when you're creating something. Mm -hmm. It's not that all these things are coming against you. It's that you're moving. Mm -hmm. You're creating the resistance. And so a lot of times people quit early because they're like, man, it should be easier. It's like, well, no, you're moving. You're moving and you're pushing the status quo and that's going to feel resistance. Resistance. It's like, I I always say it like this, like if if you had a, a, a company that paved roads, someone hires you to come and create a road through the jungle, and you got the bulldozer out there, you're not going to be like, oh, I was going to do it, but then I hit a tree, yeah. so we can't. It's like, no, that's your job is to, to blaze it, the yeah. trail, <laughs> and you wouldn't quit. And yeah. that's just, that's, I, that's the metaphor that I think of anytime you're creating anything. Yeah. It's like, 
that's why the why and the what, like those are, people should take time on that. You should make sure you know your why, make sure you know your what. And if you know those two things, run and don't worry about anything else. Just sure. keep moving. Yeah. Um, so we can we can kind of push the timeline to like more present. So yeah. you guys got Notion. Yeah. What do you see? Notion now, I, it's, I think it's like functioning on the vision that y'all have. It's a hub for creatives. Like day in and day out, anyone can walk in any time of day. Mm-hmm. There's someone working on something, you know? Yeah. There's a group meeting or something. But um, do you guys, where do you see Notion going? Where do you see yourselves going? Where do you see like your other business ventures if y'all can share some. Yeah. yeah, so I feel like we're maybe, I feel like where Notion is right now, it's like scratching the surface of what we have in our heart for Notion. Mm-hmm. Um, we really want to start doing some different types of, uh, of events and different things here, like really on the community side of things mm-hmm. um, that we have in our heart. So we're going to be rolling some of that stuff out later this year. We are scaling, so we're opening up another location on 12th and Lewis in partnership with The Root Coworking. So that opens in right about a month. Today's what? Is today May 1st? So hopefully June 1st is the target open date. Of, uh, this episode drops on June 1st. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> so, so then I should say today, 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 today. we uh, should have a new location open. Wait, is that a, what day is that? Is, that, uh, is it a Monday? It's a Friday. Right, I think it is a Friday, yeah. If it's a Friday, bro. <laughs> yeah, I've messed up your whole timeline now. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but we'll be open soon mm-hmm. for the Notion Market Cafe. That's that concept. We've got another location opening in partnership with DHS, uh, Department of Human Services with the State of Oklahoma. That's a concept that's called Replenish, and it'll have a Notion coffee bar there, mm-hmm. but it's not open to the public. That's just for their employees. Okay. And then the You're real thing. their coffee. What's that? You're sourcing their coffee. And food. Yeah, so we're doing food. I mean, we've got a whole thing Avocado toast there. is amazing. Thank oh, man. It's this please one Please come spend at least yes. $20 at your nearest Notion <laughs> yes. location. <laughs> yes. She's, Krista's developed the menu. She's great at it. Um, so I want to talk about it in a little bit. Okay. Yeah. So, and then the, the other thing, though, like, so, and we've also got a food truck that we're going to be opening soon, too. So we've got four yeah, things awesome. that we're launching, but, you know, the things that we're most excited about is what we're talking about with like these new things with Notion. Like mm-hmm. what does that look like with the community? And then we are also, this is in the works, uh, probably by the time this airs, there'll be more information on it, but we are launching a creative school. Oh. Um, and so that like will be kind of, kind of that with a, with more of a, a production, more of a production emphasis. I love it. Uh, so that's uh, going to be happening this fall. Okay. And that's all in development and in the works. So by the time this drops, there'll be website and way Y'all to get information. Grinding, so Y'all are grinding, dude. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. We're excited. Um, okay. So I want to talk about the, I just want to nerd out on the Notion branding that yeah. I'm a huge fan of. So uh, y'all, when you opened, you had, you had a local artist, right? Collaborate mm-hmm. with. The, there's art all around here. There's like paintings and like installations that you guys collaborated with an artist with. And then you did like this whole event and you had another artist redo it. Right? Yes. Um, can you talk talk about that a little bit? Yeah. Sure. Well, the notion being the, the name I- of the, the idea, that yes. everything that exists begins with the notion. Well, it's also kind of a metaphor that we use for our exhibits that we do, yes. which are in partnership with a local Tulsa artist. And we change those out kind of frequently. Um, it will be... Annually? annually yeah, ish. annually, biannually. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's basically kind of speaking a message to the city. Like the first one that we did was life as an art. 
And so that's what the exhibit was about. That's what we were talking about, like, on our social media. And then now we have Miles Rogish, and he's doing uh, Reality is a Point of View. And so good. Yeah. yeah. And it's really, like, our chance to say something. Yeah. You know, like, we feel like reality is a point of view. We live in a, a world that's so divided right now mm -hmm. along almost any line. Yeah. And so the, the thought with this is we're kind of hoping through our art and through conversations to really cause people to pause and think that like really reality as a point of view is based on what where we stand. We yeah. stand with a certain perspective. So like we have a, a installation out there where in order to see the whole message, you have to stand in two places. And we spend so much time so arguing about what it is that we're looking at. And maybe we're both right. Yeah. Maybe there's just a different way to see things. And instead of spending so much time arguing about like, hey, like, because we could go out there right now and you could stand in one place, I could stand in the other. And we could argue and both be right, yeah. but it's just like, things. hey, let's switch places and we'll see that. So the, the idea of this one is to hopefully create a little bit of empathy that people would yeah. understand that, hey, like, yes, my perspective's valid, but maybe the perspective of others is sure. as well, you know? So Do you all create the message or is that like the artist's decision? No, we, we start with what's, what's what the message say? this year? What are we saying? And then we look for the artist to help tell that story. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you guys have some deep, like, there's one outside that I like that it has, like, layers to it. Yes. Like, if you just look at it singular, you only see that one color. Yeah. But yes. then after, after you see the layers, you see what it, the whole picture is. Yeah, you see the eye icon in the negative space. Yes. So and fun one. we just rolled out a new exhibit this weekend, which Greg and I put together, together. <laughs> and it is a blackout poetry exhibit. Mm -hmm. So... It is a little uh, paper that has some words on it, and you redact different words to make a new work of art. And so what we're doing is we have 300 of these papers, and we're just trying to see, using the same exact set of words, mm -hmm. how many different poems can be created. Yeah. So it's, can I get a paper? I want a paper. Yeah, yeah you got to do try it. But it's pretty wild to see um, just how different people's perspective are, is on the yeah. same exact set of words. Nate, we're filling out. We'll post it on the video. Right. Yeah, we'll yeah, see, yeah, totally. see what poem we we'll come up with. And what's, you know, like the, the copy that we wrote for this, it's on purpose. It's kind of juxtaposition. So it talks about like kindness. It also talks about malevolence or misdeeds. And, uh, you know, it, on purpose, we kind of created these words that people can choose from. So it gives you enough of a palette to where you could, you know, you can highlight certain narratives. And the reason we're doing this, it's not just that we love poetry yeah. it is that it's a metaphor for life reality being a point of view because we're all surrounded by people we see the goodness in people pe every day people do kind things people do mean things mm -hmm. and what tends to happen is we highlight certain aspects so even in our own selves so we might say you know all of us have successes and all of us have failures which one do you focus on because the one that you focus on tells the story to yourself it tells you it shapes your reality about the world like yourself and the world around you. So, so it's really a metaphor to say, hey, using these same words, everyone's handed the same words. Mm -hmm. What do you see? That's everyone's crazy. handed the same life. That's so good. What do we see? Are we focusing are we making, on? You know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow. Dude, um, I want to talk about also like the, I also admire just as like an artist myself, like the the branding yeah. of, of everything. Because obviously you had to come up with the, the name, the, the way it looks, but even like the food. I'm, I'm not a food critic. But, like, even the food feels pretty, like, uh, uniform. Mm -hmm. And it's different things. But, like, how, how did y'all create that, that process? Yeah. Well, for us, we kind of view everything about life 
that life, that was why that was the first notion that we did. Because yeah. I believe that life is an art. Like yes. you can make avocado toast and you can slap some avocado yeah. on there. Or you can actually have intentionality about what kind of avocados you use, where you're sourcing those from. How you garnish how it. How you yeah. garnish it. How it looks on the plate. How big the plate is. This has all been thought out. Like what yeah. you're seeing is like hours of discussion. Yeah. How big of how big of a plate do we need to have to highlight See. that toast perfectly when we're looking for a person to be working in that position of, of uh, creating a, an yeah. artistic food mm -hmm. person that they have an eye for beauty, you know, mm -hmm. that they actually care. Is that the character? This is crazy, but the character of the people that we have working here and, and, and serving you every single day, yeah. they love it. Like if you go and talk to Leslie about gathering and food and community that like pours out of the essence of who she is. And mm -hmm. that is actually translated to a piece of avocado toast that, is Guys, it's so tasty. Good. Yeah. Um, I can't explain. And we, we always tell our, our uh, kitchen team that they're on the marketing team. Yeah. Because we want I mean, when when real. when that food it's is very real. When that food is delivered, we want people to pull out their phone. Yeah, because it's like a moment. Yeah. And, and I, I love that. I fell into it. I did. <laughs> but I, but I love the thought that there's more depth than what you like. You experience something, but you don't know yeah. the depth that it took to create that thing. You don't yeah. know the storyline. You don't know, like, it is, when you have a piece of, I'm getting all crazy. No, no, you have a piece of avocado toast. I'm passionate about it. I'm passionate Visionary. about this because it was like a farmer's life yeah. to grow that. It, was, it fed their family. It was their obsession yeah. for a whole season to create this avocado. It was a shipping uh, company's obsession to get these avocados to you. Do you know what I mean? It's a collaboration when you eat something. That's so good. This is why I like love. You see, if you go on my Instagram, you're going to see me talking about meals, family time, all that kind of stuff. Because when you sit down to eat something, it is the intentionality of the entire cosmos that came together for you to have this tasty little bite of avocado toast. I'm never eating McDonald's ever again. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of intentionality that goes into that. But Even like the naming, like there's one that, uh, well, first time I came to Notion, there's a toast called the Teddy Bear Toast. Yes. I don't. I didn't know what the heck it was, but it sounded catchy to me. And it's, <laughs> it's, now it's one of my favorite ones. It's like an almond butter spread, right, yeah. with uh, strawberries and blueberries and honey yes. and bananas. Yeah. Because I love an experience. I, I love an experience. Like, yeah, and it comes out and it looks like a teddy bear, you know? I, I see it now. Yeah. I, didn't know, yes. I didn't know it at the time. Yeah. It's so funny. Um, y'all, thanks for coming on the pod. Uh, yeah, before yeah. we close out, can y'all plug um, your social media, your business, how people can find you, how they can support you, sure. all we the things? Go for it. Check out Notion Tulsa or NotionTulsa.com if you want to see. What's the address if people want to come? 321 South Frankfurt Avenue, okay. Tulsa, Oklahoma. Um, my social media is Krista Baca, at yeah. Krista Baca, and... And mine is at Greg B. Baca, but... Uh, What's the B stuff for? I'm just kidding. <laughs> middle, middle initial. That's a whole other story. <laughs> Bartholomew. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I'm gonna, my, my Jacob Vision Room recommendation, I get either avocado toast or the teddy bear toast, and I get vanilla ice latte, oat milk, add honey and cinnamon. Just trust me. They know. They know. They know. They know what they're doing. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Wait. What do y'all get? Just out of curiosity. So I've got a. I kind of do the same thing every day. Start with a vanilla latte in the morning. Afternoon. My afternoon drink is a honey cinnamon bliss iced latte. Honey cinnamon bliss. As for the Greg. Yep. I'm vanilla latte or cappuccino. Vanilla cappuccino. And I love the caprese toast. If you like 
You should try it. It is um, avocado toast with a slice of buffalo mozzarella, at Campari tomatoes sliced perfectly with a basil chiffonado on top and a little nerded out. She nerded out about it. I know. Hey, you down? Yeah. <laughs> Yo, visionaries, thanks for hanging out with us. Please support them. Go follow them also at Notion Tulsa. That's yeah. Instagram. Yeah. Right? Um, beautiful service, beautiful people. But uh, we love y'all. Thank y'all for coming on. Thanks, man. Visionaries, we'll catch you next week. So I'm going to let you hold. Everything I got, I'm going to let it go.